Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the High Power Archery Podcast. It's been a few weeks since our last podcast and hopefully everyone is safe and sound and healthy at home as we all go through this coronavirus pandemic thing that's going on. I mean, locally here, we've got a lot of restrictions in place to make it hard for people to get, you know, going with their regular lives. But if you think about it, everything's probably been put in place just to protect you and keep you healthy and make sure this thing doesn't spread. And as with all other things, we will get through this one like we've gotten through everything else. So on that note, I mean, our local archery range that we have has been impacted by this as we've had to close the indoor range and we closed the outdoor range as well. So now our members can't go in there and practice or anything like that. And although archery is a individual sport, it is a gathering for us and where we get together with friends and family, that sort of thing. But at the same time, some people don't think when they're doing this and they might get too close to others. I mean, here in New York, we have the six foot rule. And I think that's being enforced throughout the country where you're supposed to stay six foot away from everyone in order to prevent the spread of anything potentially that you could catch. And that's understandable. You know, some people say you're making too much of this and Others think you're making too little of it. Really doesn't make a difference what what side you come down on. In the end, we'll get through it like everything else. So that comes to this episode now. What do you do in order to continue living a semi-normal archery life? Let's put it like that. And I found uh, one of the things we can do is to develop a practice for home. And that's not as hard. So what can you do to practice at home and to keep yourself in archery shape, let's just say? With all of us being kind of stuck at home, I mean, you're only supposed to go out right now in the New York area for essential needs, meaning you have to go to the doctor or you have to go to the store to get supplies, that sort of thing. So you really can't go anywhere else. So what can you do at home that's safe and it allows you to still practice and to keep those skills sharp. Because with archery, if you don't pick up your bow for a little bit, be as little as two weeks, anything longer than that, not only will your strength start to break down, you'll also have other things like your aiming. You won't hold steady. I myself, if I don't shoot every day, um, I'll find myself weaker on the hold. So what I did for some of my students, because they can't come to see me either, is put together a program, so to speak, of things that they can do uh, every day. And actually, when you have nothing better to do, it actually helps to pass the time and keep you in archery shape. So in physical fitness, you know, you work out every day to stay in tune. In archery, you have an archery workout every day. Now, if you can't shoot at the range or you can't shoot outdoors, that sort of thing, then what we've come up with is a little program that you can do. Um, it's not very complicated, doesn't cost too much because basically if you can print out a, a target or if you already have a target at home, uh, it'll work for you. And then you just need a bag target if you're actually going to shoot or if you're not going to shoot, um, you can practice the aiming drills. Now, all of these will be documented on our website, which is www.highpowerarchery.com. And you can go and check those out. You can actually download the targets that I've print that I've printed out on there, 
And one is for two yards, another one is for five yards, and another one is for 10 yards. And why the different distances? Well, that's pretty, si pretty simple on that. Um, sometimes the space that you have to work with to do this is pretty limited. You might have a basement space where you have like 10 yards or more inside there. You might only have a small room somewhere. Um, it really depends. If you had 20 yards, hey, great, just keep doing your thing and shooting. Um, but most people don't. So we've tailored a program that kind of works for everyone. And I'm just going to briefly describe what you do for each one. So I've printed out and saved them as PDF on the site um, sized targets. So there's a program that allows us to shrink down the target to what it would look like, what the, say, the 10 ring would look like if it was at 20 yards and what it would look like if it's at 10 yards or 5 yards or 2 yards. So that the closer you bring it, the smaller that ring gets. So it's, this, it's a higher degree of difficulty, but at the same time, you're way closer. So it simulates shooting at that longer distance. Believe it or not, you can do the same thing for a 50-meter target and bring it in, and you'd be surprised how small that thing gets. So two steps in doing this. One is, like I said, if you're going to do the actual shooting drill, you have to make sure that you have a safe place to do it in. And like we went through before, you can do it in a basement that's safe or in a room somewhere that's not being used as safe. Um, if there's nobody else at home and you have no pets, you can do it in a hallway. Anywhere where there's no possibility that if you were actually to fire, that an arrow would go somewhere where it shouldn't be. Um, and a lot of people ask me, you know, in New York, why can't I just do this outside? Well, it's a simple answer. In the city of New York, and I'm not sure of other municipalities, but this affects us here in New York City, which is where I live, you are not allowed to discharge a compound bow, a recurve bow, or any bow for that matter, if it's outdoors and not on an authorized archery range. So outdoor ranges. Well, what constitutes that? It has to be certified by the city. It's an outdoor range. So in New York, there are only two. New York City has only two outdoor ranges that are actually classified as ranges. And for us, we have Floyd Bennett Field, which is in Brooklyn, and you have Wilbur Park in Staten Island. Those are the only two outdoor ranges. So for all of you, you know, backyard champions, if you shoot in your backyard, you can finally actually get a fine for it. So that's worth saying. If you're going to do that, do so at your own risk. We're telling you that it's not legal in New York City. And like I said, I'm not going to get into the, you know, the exact statutes or anything like that. I'm just warning you. That people are going to be tempted to do that these days, don't. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the fine. It's not losing your equipment. If that's what they do, don't really know what the penalties are. So if you're going to do this indoors, then you want to set up in a safe place. Shooting drills. Number one, take your target, put up your bag target. Make sure you got a little space in between in case you wouldn't go through the bag. You don't want to damage a wall or something like that. And pace off exactly with your rangefinder. Take a look. See how far it is. And if you got 10 yards... Then download and print the 10-yard target. Put that on, on your bag. And you're going to do two different types of drills with this. One, the target is smaller. So if you're going to shoot indoors and say 10 yards, that, that target's way smaller, and it gives you the same type of difficulty shooting at it. But what we're talking about here is drills. So you can shoot that way. That'll give you some reps. And the other thing you can do is you can do what we call aiming drills. So basically, you draw, you aim at the target, 
you'll see that you're holding on the target. Hold for as long as you normally can. And then don't fire the shot. Let down. The more you do this, the more you'll find out that your endurance is longer. And what you want to be watching for is how long you get the target to stay right behind the pin or the dot or whatever you're aiming rectangle is and just watch it and you'll see that if you do this and I'm not saying you have to do it a lot try to do it like 20 or 30 times in a, in a in a night or if you're going to fire shots at the actual target fire 10 15 20 20 shots a night I think that you'll find that with the amount of free time that we have on our hands these days it'll be pretty easy to do that and sometimes you may wind up doing it multiple times a day and who knows, at the end of all this, you might come out a better shot than you were when you went into this. Now, for those of you who don't have a bag to do this with, on our site, I'll also po post a couple of links that go to Amazon. They're what they call affiliate links. All it is is that we, we, we do the searching for you. We'll find the right, the right item. It doesn't cost you any more. Um, every, every purchase that you make on there will... They, they give us a certain percentage on it. I think it's like 1% or 2%, whatever it is. And that just goes to help keeping our costs up. But whether you get it through the affiliate link or not, it really doesn't make a difference. The point is, we're going to put a couple different options there, different price ranges that you can use to purchase your own bag. And they're different sizes. And we'll put a couple of you know notes about each one on there. And you just click on that, order it, be done with it. The only reason I'm posting an Amazon link now is because, well, most of our archery shops are now closed. So you can continue to order online. If you can order from Amazon, order from Amazon. You can also order similar stuff from, from um, Lancaster Archery. Whichever archery supplier that's available, that's where you can order from. So we'll give you the, you know, the different info on each one. Get your own target. Set it up. But in the meantime, and for those of you who even have your own target, you can do what they call the aiming drill without a target without a bag you're actually shooting. So this doesn't involve holding up your bow or anything like that. What you're gonna do is you're gonna print out the target. Again, the distance matters. So find a target that fits the distance you have to work with. If it's in your living room or something like that, you know, because it's not a shooting drill, like I said, print out the one that's gonna go on a wall across from you, wherever you wanna be, tape it up onto the wall, and then pick up a pen or a pencil. And all we want you to do is Standing your normal stance, pick up the pen, concentrate on holding it steady in the X, and see. This is a good opportunity to see how holding steady actually works. And if you're holding it really, really hard on there, see, see the difference between holding it hard on there and then just relaxing and focusing on the X instead of the pin. There's different ways you can do it. And this will also sharpen you up. It'll also teach you that you look through the target. So I have a lot of people to concentrate. Try to keep the pin on the middle of the X. That doesn't really work. Because if you do that, then your eye is sending information to your brain. And by the time that you fire, the pin's already moved out of there. So I tell people to concentrate on the target. Get the, get the pin there. Once it crosses through that X, lock your eye in the center of the X. And your arm will hold the bow there, or in this case the pen that you're using as a pointer there. And you can practice this, and then after your normal shot routine, say five or seven seconds, let down. Breathe in, lift up, target, let down. So that's another way to do this. And we'll have a couple of different ways that you can, you can, you know, other routines you can do this as the weeks go on, 
But those are the two basic ones to use. Um, we'll continue to add more stuff to the website and more information on how you can practice at home. There's blank bailing. There's different methods to blank bailing. And that's a whole podcast by itself. For some people, blank bailing works. For some people, it doesn't. I'll also post um, some articles on how to construct your own release trainer, that sort of thing. On the next podcast, I'm going to try to put something together just walking you through how to how to make your own release trainer. This one that I've been using here for a long time. It doesn't cost a lot. I think at Home Depot parts, it probably costs like 10 bucks. Um, and that's all we use it with. And it's been very, very successful training my students because they don't have to go spend out a lot of money um, doing this sort of thing. So we think that'll be helpful as well. Um, if you have any questions, of course, drop us a message at highpowerarchery.com. Um, Press that like button when you listen to the podcast and feel free to subscribe because we're going to be adding content to, to the to the podcast through the next coming days. And, uh, you know, we try to keep one podcast out a week, but we'll keep going further on that. So until then, uh, stay safe, be well and shoot straight.